What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Men Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about apologetics, uh, the importance of knowing what you believe, why you believe it, and defending your faith. Let's get with it on Real Men Talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts. All right, guys, welcome to Real Men Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about apologetics. Um, now, first off, before we get digging into this, um, I want to I, w- I want to make something very clear. Apologetics. I had somebody ask me this one time. It's a legit question, and I'm I understand. Um, why are we apologizing for our faith? Okay, so apologetics is not apologizing um, for our faith. It is defending what we believe. Um, it comes from a Greek word called apologia. I hope I, I'm saying that right. I don't know. Um, it is the same word that is used for the defense in the court of law, um, which which represents this. It says a legal representation may present logical arguments to a jury referring to evidential facts in order to demonstrate the truth of his her case and that his, her argument is the most accurate, responsible interpretation of the facts. I thought this was really good um, because this is exactly what apologetics is. If you, if you look up the definition um, of apologetics, it'll tell you this. It said reasoned arguments for writing uh, for writings in justification of something typically a theory or religious doctrine. And so um, why is this important? Um, maybe maybe if you're listening, you're not real familiar um, with apologetics. So, um, you know, First Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16 says this, but in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense. Now that defense, when you look it up in, um, in like the the Strong's, it'll give you the apologia word. That's that's the Greek word. That's that that's what we're talking about here. But it says ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks. You for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do this. This is key. I want everybody to listen to this. Yet do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that when you are accused, those who disarrange your good conduct in Christ will be put to shame. This is this, this is important. This is the, I, I mean that First Peter chapter three verses fifteen and sixteen. That was in the CBS version, um, but that that is that is what we're talking about. 
so long the church has sat back and has been quiet about our faith. We like to we like to preach it behind behind the pulpit in our classrooms. We like to do all that, but when um, when people come and they they start to challenge us, the first thing that happens is people get angry. How dare you talk about God like that? How dare you have questions? You know, people people are deceived, and it's not all their fault. And we need we need to understand that the people people are not our enemy. Um, that that is a very important key. People are loved by God, and they they need a reasonable explanation for why we believe the way that we believe there's there's not any anything wrong with them asking that you know why why is it that you believe the bible over everything else why is it that you believe in jesus over muhammad or buddha or Allah or, you know, the the list goes on of all these fake gods that have tried to replace Jesus Christ and God, the father and the Holy Spirit. Um, the, and if these people don't know, they can be deceived. So we we turn that inward. OK, so why is it important for you as a Christian? especially a Christian man to study apologetics because if you are not 100% convinced and, and I'm trying not to get ahead of ahead of my notes here um, if you're not 100% convinced that Jesus Christ came to this earth from heaven was died was crucified died, rose again, and ascended, and is sitting at the right hand of the Father, if you're not 100% convinced, you can believe anything. If somebody, anybody, tells you something so compelling that can talk you into believing, then if you're not, if you're not convinced, if you're not a hundred percent convinced in Jesus Christ, you could be talking to anything. Uh, Frank Turek, and I'll, I'll be referencing him a lot. I'm I'm big fan of Frank Turek. Uh, he has a podcast called um, "I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist." If you've never heard of it, you should check it out. Frank Turek, T U R E K. Um, he's got a podcast. I listen to him on Spotify. You can find him anywhere. Um, but the guy's brilliant. <clears throat> and he's apologetic. And uh, and it's it's fantastic. But uh, he, he says, he sa- he says, says something. He um, that and he's talking about people leaving the faith. He said, you know why they were talked out of it? Because they were never talked into it. There is nothing wrong with trying to understand why you believe the way that you believe. Um, a lot of times, 
a lot of times people believe because, well, that's the way I was raised. Or uh, they'll say things like, well, my parents believed in it. And that that just doesn't cut it. That's not you can't get to heaven on your parents uh, shirt tail that it, it doesn't work that way. You should you as a person, as an individual should have 100 percent convinced that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And I say all this, and, and there are there are so many resources, and this is not the only podcast I'm going to do on apologetics. Um, there is a lot of stuff coming. Um, I'm doing a lot of research myself and different things, but I, I encourage you to do some research yourself. Um, you, you know, there is so many physical and tangible evidence to back the word of God. People will tell you that they're not, that they've been uh, you, you know, skewed, they've been messed with, they've been uh, tainted, they've, uh, you know, uh, they, we've got copies of copies of copies that, you, you know, anybody could have wrote anything down, you know, so on, so forth. But there are millions. And when I say millions, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating millions of transcripts and, and and things like that that they have they have orchestrated that with all these millions of transcripts and scribes and and all this stuff scrolls um they could they could rewrite the new testament as we have it a hundred times over there is so much documentation to back you know, it's crazy. I, I heard a guy one time, he said, well, he said the, um, the Bible, the Bible, you know, it was it was written by men and not by God. And I was like, well, so was your history books. But you'll believe that, you know, and it's crazy. They'll, they'll believe in something in their history books that that. OK, so before I go any further, the the way that they do history, OK, the the way things make it into your history books is there has to be two or more documents confirming what is what goes into what is considered history okay two or more so they'll they'll believe something in a history book or the history channel that they have either completely made up or they've got one or two documents that confirm that versus the word of god where we have millions millions of, of of copies and pieces and 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 little I, I don't even know all the all the terminology for it but it's it's fascinating it is absolutely fascinating but i i encourage you to do research why do you believe the way that you believe you know do you know why you believe in jesus do you know why you believe in the Bible? Sometimes we'll have, you, you know, we, we've had this spiritual experience, and I'm not trying to take away from it. Everybody, I, I pray that everybody has an authentic experience uh, with the Holy Spirit that just uh, awakens you in such a way that you you cannot be convinced of anything else. You, you know, people who are healed, people who have been set free, people who have, you know, all these things. But, you know, there are mocks of everything. So I want to play this video. This video you can find it on YouTube. It's called Why You Can Believe 
the Bible. Um, the author or the, the person in the video, his name is Vody Bacham. Uh, he's a pastor out in California and uh, fantastic. He does a fantastic job and he does a lot of these things. But he, he talks about he's talking to these college students and I'm not going to the whole video is like an hour long. So I'm not going to play it, but I want to play just a segment of it. He, he talks about, you know, these explanations that that these teenagers or or young adults are given professors like when they get to college why they disagree with whatever they say this video is going to is is one of those things that he talks about when when we want to say you know well we've had a spiritual awakening here it is and in this day and age we really like this response because we believe that that experience trumps all you know, you can't argue with a person's experience. And so we'll say something like, well, 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 I tried it and it changed my life. Good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. You tried it and it changed your life. Because you're the only person who's ever tried anything and it's changed their life, right? And maybe he'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story about a guy who was from the United States. He was raised, born and raised in the Midwest, part of a large family. Mother had mental problems. Father was murdered when he was young. He ended up having to go to Boston to live with his oldest sister. But there when he was in Boston, he ran into a crowd that was quite unsavory. And having run into this crowd that was quite unsavory, he became quite unsavory. And before too long, he found himself in prison in Massachusetts. In prison in Massachusetts, there's some men who approached him about his need for his life to be changed. They approached him about this Messiah that he needed to meet and encounter and to whom he needed to bow the knee. But he couldn't. He simply could not until one night in his cell, he had a personal, vivid encounter with this Messiah. And he bowed the knee. His entire life changed. He became a model prisoner, ended up getting out of prison early, became one of the most famous preachers in the United States. There are streets named after him to this day. He was responsible personally for opening over, opening over 100 houses of worship. Um, his name was Malcolm X. His Messiah, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, whom he later came to realize was a fraud. So he left the nation of Islam, actually became an Orthodox Muslim, and then the nation of Islam assassinated him. So he had an experience. It changed his life. And he was wrong. Okay. So this this video, Vodibakum does such a good job. And I'm I want to play some more um, from this video, but I really want you to, um, as a listener, go check this video out. It is very good. Why you can believe the Bible um, by Vody Bauckham. And so, you know, you're probably thinking right now, um, why, why did you stop there? <laughs> Where, what explanation can I give now? Um, and I want to talk about how important, how important apologetics is. I want to talk about how uh, vitally 
important all of this is. But uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to discuss that. This portion of Real Men Talk is brought to you by the Jewelers Bench. They are a full-service jewelry store offering many styles of gold, silver, diamonds, and gemstones, and in-house jewelry repair. They are also your citizen watch dealer. Make sure to visit them today at 1353 Northwestwood in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, or call 573-686-1522. Call or stop in and thank them for bringing you Real Men Talk. If you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. This portion of Real Men Talk is brought to you by RL Persons Construction. For over 29 years, they have been a regional leader in local, state, and federal jobs of all types. You can expect excellence in all aspects of their finished work. Contact them today at 573-686-1323 and let them know you appreciate them bringing you Real Men Talk. If you have a question or comment about this week's show, please email us at realmenatpalaceofpraise.com. Now, back to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. So apologetics, um, why they are vitally important. Um, and I, and maybe it's just me, maybe because, you know, I mean, I'm young uh, or at least I feel young. You know, I turned 40 this year and, um, you know, it seems like apologetics defending our faith is so much more vitally important today than it has ever been. I don't know if it's because uh, maybe I have been awakened um, to how important it is. Maybe it's always been that way. Um, I, I don't, I don't really know, but I do know that there are many, 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 many people out there that are looking for answers, but they want the truth. And the great thing about that is that we have the truth. We have it. We have 100%. I mean, you, you know, people act like, you know, the Bible, God just left the Bible here and everything's based on faith. And don't get me wrong. Faith is important. Um, God, you can only believe in God through faith, but he didn't, he didn't leave us nothing. I mean, it's, we have so much, we have so much um, information and so much that is preserved since Jesus was here. You know, they, they have all these documents in the Old Testament and, you know, nobody really questions the Old Testament. You know, the, we've got documents and documents and documents on the Old Testament, all these scrolls and, you know, all these books and stuff. It's, it's a resurrection it's the the power of Jesus that that people are trying to negate. People are trying to, uh, well, I say people, not people. Satan is trying to distract us from, and you know he he keeps us distracted the whole time. God's like, hey, hey, bros, I I've left you all this stuff. All you got to do is find it. And I don't know about you guys. 
I have a hard time with trust. You know, we've we've done podcasts on trust, you know, whatever. Um, I have a hard time with trust. So even whenever I find something, I want to know. I want to know that it's legit. I want to know that it is viable information. I, I've got a, a buddy of mine. You know, I'll find things. and I'll be like, oh, man, that's really good. But is it true? So uh, th- this buddy of mine, he's, I don't know, I, he's working on his PhD. And, you, you know, he's hes one of those really smart guys. I love him. He's great. Um, we've had him here on the podcast uh, before. We'll have him on here again. Um, but he, I I'll ask him, but like, hey, you know, is 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 this real? Is this is this for real? And he, he'll either tell me, he'd be like, yeah, or no, and this is the reason why it's not. And I'm like, okay, you know. And he's a source that I trust um, because I know him, I know his life, I know every, you know, not everything about him, but I, but I know him, and um, and so I, I can begin to trust him, and and um, you know, so back into apologetics. Knowing, knowing that we know, that we know, that we know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. He is the creator of all things, God the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. They are the reason why we even exist today. Knowing that you know that you know. And when it all boils down to most, um, most of it, most of it boils down to when people begin to question things, it's, it's one of two things. It's either Jesus or it's the creation and uh, not always, but most of the time. And you, you know, when it comes down to it, we have, we have all these, uh, again, he didn't leave us anything. And it's hard for me to, to really pinpoint exactly that there's so much, there's so much out there. Do your research. When, when we begin to know the point that I'm getting to, when, when we begin to know that we know, when we begin to ask questions, when we are convinced, when we, when we have done our research, when we have done, you know, when we know why we believe the way that we believe, when we are asked questions, it's not that big of a deal. I had this guy at work, and I ain't trying to pat myself on the back or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to do. But um, I had this guy I used to work with, and uh, he knew. He knew I was a Christian. And, um, you know, I, I try. I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I fail, you know, but I tried to live a, a, a separate life, you know, and, and he's seen it. Well, we begin to work really closely together and he would, he would kind of begin to ask questions at first. It kind of, it kind of came off as kind of smart alecky kind of, you know, like he, like he was trying to get underneath my skin and I'd be like, yeah, okay, let's, let's talk about this. And uh, so we would begin to talk about it. Well, months go by you know and he just randomly throughout these months he he, he just randomly he come up and asked me a question and they were they were tough they were tough questions you know like you, you know why is salvation important what's the big deal about jesus you know why do you go to church 
um, you, you know, he was asking like the, these, these hard questions in, and throughout these months, you know, and if I didn't have the answer, I'd be like, you know what, John, um, I'll get back to you. And, uh, so I, I would, I'd get back to him and we'd discuss it. And, and, um, after, after several months went by, he'd come to me, he's like, man, he said, you know why I ask you so many questions? So what's that? He said, cause you don't get angry. I'm like, well, no, he said, you, you don't, you don't believe you wouldn't believe the amount of people that I have asked that go to church questions and they just get irate. Um, you know, you can't talk to them about it. You know, in that in that first Peter chapter three, it says in, in verse 16, yeah, the second part of it, it says to or the, the first part, of it, yet do this with gentleness and respect keeping a clear conscience and this is this is important because what happens is, is when we begin to defend our faith out of anger um yeah it it we're really no different than than the world you see these people now um the far left you know you'll ask them about like abortion or transgender or, you know, all these different things. Um, and they, they get, they get mad and he, you know, just screaming and cussing and hollering. And you're like, what are you mad about? What, what is going on? I just asked a question and <laughs> we, we look the same way. And so when we begin to know what we believe and why we believe it, those questions, they, they don't hit so hard because we're not caught off guard. We've, we've done our studying. The biggest problem is, is that people are Sunday morning Christians. They, they like to play the part of a Christian, but they are not equipped to explain why they believe the way they believe. So the their only defense is to get of, uh, offended or defensive, you know, and because we act like you know, well, we're Christians, so we're supposed to have the answers to everything. No, we're no, we're not. We're we're humans. This is this is what we do. We're humans. As men, as leaders, we will not always have the answer. And when it comes to apologetics. Defending our faith is extremely important. We like the thoughts of taking up arms and, you know, fist fighting for, you know, defending our families. And, you know, I would I would die for God. I would I would die for him. Well, would you have a conversation about him? Yeah, I'm going to let that one sink in for a minute. Can can you defend him to a, a person who has questions? Can you can you defend him? Can you defend Jesus? Now, d- don't get me wrong. Jesus doesn't need our defending. What needs to happen is when whenever I'm talking about defending, I'm talking about giving a reasonable, um, an intellectual reasoning behind what we believe to convince the questioner or jury, the person who's asking the question, convincing them 
that what we believe is true in hopes that they too would find Jesus. God doesn't need us to defend him. He he doesn't need us to do that. I mean, do do you have to, does a lion need to tell you that he's a lion? No. No way. But somebody who is ignorant, and I mean that in the most gentle of terms, somebody who is ignorant may need to be convinced as to why the lion is the king of the jungle. The same principle applies to Jesus. Somebody who is ignorant of the faith, who is ignorant of that they are going to hell and spend eternity there, they may need convinced that Jesus is real, that he is alive, and that he came to earth as a servant, and he died a crucifixion death, the the most brutal death possible, and was put in a grave for three days and rose again and ascended to heaven to prepare a place for us. And while he was gone, he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us and to draw us closer to him. They may need convinced of the gospel, and that's okay. That's, That's good. That's an opportunity. It'd be no different than if your kids come to you and they're like, hey, dad, um, why, why do you believe in God? Why should I believe in God? And, and, and I'm going to pause right here because I want, I want you guys to understand that if this happens, if your children come to you, they're like, mm, I don't know that I'm convinced. That's okay. Don't freak out. Don't freak out because there's enough evidence out there to prove that Jesus Christ is exactly who he said he was and that he is going to come back for us, that the Bible is accurate and truth, and we can hold our faith to that. You don't, you don't have to worry. If they have questions, If they that's good. They don't need to sit in silence and think that they can get by on your shirt tail. They don't need that. They need to ask the questions. We should ask ourselves, why do I believe in Jesus? And so I know I know we're running out of time. Next week, we're going to talk about the reason why it's so important for us to believe what we believe. Um, maybe you've got questions. Maybe you have uh, questions uh, about apologetics. Maybe you have questions about your faith. Um, or maybe you're listening and you don't know Jesus. And you're like, I would like to see this evidence. Contact me. Con- we have an email address, realmen at palaceofpraise.com. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Real Men Ministries, Real Men Talk. Um, you can find us. Let's let's discuss it. Let's. I I would love to go through this journey with you, of finding the the 
your reasoning for believing in Jesus. This is this is a journey that is needed that every Christian should go through because we should never follow blindly. We should never follow our pastors blindly. You never follow you know anybody blindly. You do the research yourself. Um, and so as as we come to a close, um, as always, I would like to say a prayer. Dear Jesus, teach us to be leaders of our homes, communities, and churches. And as always, teach us to be godly, courageous men. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service. part of the conversation. Join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion.